Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello, everyone. We are now coming to you with um, improved sound quality, two different Zooms working at once across yeah. 3,000 miles. Our Zooms are actually the ones in a long distance relationship. I know, truly. We used to have one child who we shuttled from the Upper West Side. Nope, further. Harlem. Uh, Harlem, yeah, to it's almost like It's almost like in the game of life, we had another baby. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, my favorite thing to do in the game of life was when we would... Um, get too many children and we would stick them between the wheels of the car because they fit perfectly <laughs> you know when you'd have like 10 people in your family it's great I don't think I ever got there I honestly I'll admit that the most times I've played the game of life was in the um computer game version of it wow I have never done that it is amazing Alex and I used to play a lot that I like have such distinct visceral memories of the like cut scenes between like it would be like you got a job and this like cartoon would happen <laughs> I've learned so much in recent days about <laughs> games you and Alex used to play <laughs> uh, um, we all before, have our things before we talk yes Kingdom Hearts 3 is out and I'm desperately trying to find a way to play it I love games and I for now she's watching people play it instead to satiate the need which I wholeheartedly support yeah. So like, you know, I'm in a new city and I'm figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me more. Oh my God. I haven't told you this story yet. You guys, I need to walk you through my morning yesterday. So. I know you just dropped that line and then didn't tell me what happened. <laughs> Cause I wanted to tell you, I wanted to tell you on the, on, on the air. Got it. Got it. Say. Um, sure. So Live. I, in order to teach at a core power, in order to sub, you have to get a walkthrough from the manager. So I have been like shuttling myself around LA to get walkthroughs of studios. I've taught now two classes since Hell we last yes. spoke. And as I, I heard the first one was what your favorite C1 you've ever taught? It was my C2. C2, even better. I heartbreakingly probably won't teach C1s on this schedule because there aren't as many. Um, but so I took, I was going to take a walkthrough at this one studio and I took the manager's class before and then I was like, okay, I'm in a shower and then I'll, you know, we'll regroup. So I go to shower, I shower and someone's alarm is just like going off in their locker. Like they obviously like had a birth control moment that they just like decided to like mm -hmm. not take care of and so like the alarm was just like going off and they were probably like in class right and it started when I was going in the shower and when I came out of the shower it was still happening and I, there was like me and this other woman in the locker and I was like oh that's so annoying and she's like I know and we were like talking about it and I like clock this woman from like the ch the head like neck down because she's wearing like a black bra and black underwear and Fendi boots and that's oh my god it. <laughs> And I'm just like, L.A. is weird. <laughs> About to get like weirder. Getting out of the shower or whatever. And we're like talking about class. And she's like got her hair in a bun. She's got like, she just took sculpt and she is changing without showering. So her like makeup is like a little runny. I like haven't, I haven't like made eye contact with her. But we're just like talking about class and about showering and like <laughs> how she doesn't like All to the shower. Shower in like public showers uh -huh. without sandals. Uh-huh. Like, Shocks me not at all given. <laughs> Well, I was like, yeah, like, I guess I've just sort of, she's like, but it's all the same anyway. She's like, I can't stop sweating and I know I look like such a weirdo right now. And as she says that, I like finally like make eye contact with her and I realize that the woman that I'm talking to is Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, huh. 
the creator oh. of Goop herself. The creator of Goop herself. Because I know she takes a core power. She's taken a core power in New York. I've never encountered her. But the fact that I encounter her like bra, underwear, Fendi boots. I mean, welcome she, to L.A. That's what they t- I was. She was like, yeah, like... I look like a weirdo, but I just can't stop sweating. And I was like, yeah, you know, like you're living your life. And she was like, and I packed this like sweater dress and we're like talking about it. I'm like, it's going to feel so good when you go outside. It's so cool. Uh Blah, blah, blah. uh It was just like, we had like a really normal, lovely conversation. She was like, she was so sweet. And she left. And then I like, she walked out of the locker room. I heard her like say goodbye to the people in the studio. And I like popped out like in a bra. And I was like, was that Gwyneth Paltrow? (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, yeah, welcome to LA. And I was like, I can't believe the first person to see me naked in LA is <laughs> What could be better? That's an incredible story. Thank you for saving it for uh, live reactions. It's like a really good story. <laughs> I mean, the Fendi boots is truly what nails it. The, the like, yes, I agree. I agree. The Fendi boots is what sells it. It kind of shocks me. She's that chill and normal in person and is selling like $2,000 vagina crystals in her life. You know? (laughs) I mean, what an honor that core power made the cut. I, I will tell you that, um, Fred, the cat has just entered the space. (gasps) Oh, Fred. I love him so hard from afar. He loves so hard from afar. (laughs) And now he's left. Uh huh. That's, that's cat love for you. Um, how are you? I am pretty good I oh I told you this I texted you this but I got um some hair products from Amika to try because Brooke and I both became obsessed with this dry shampoo we got in our birch boxes but they came today and it's so beautiful and I'm so excited to use them and I've I've just recently got a lot of like skincare stuff and hair stuff and I'm I don't know for the I just have to like care about something to do it and suddenly I'm like oh I care about this (laughs) (laughs) what did you get I got a curl cream, mm. and I got a hair repair mask, mm. and then oh, I got to pick this. out a bunch of free samples, and yeah, I'm very excited about it all. Also, did you order a jade roller, too, after that tweet? Yeah, it's coming tomorrow. Oh, I know. Mine got here in 24 hours, and I was so thrilled about it. I'm just I just say, I think mine also sat in my like bed a, doing it. A gua sha thing, Yes, too. mine, too. A I wonder scraper. if got the same one. Maybe, yeah. but a lot of the ones I looked at came with them. I'm I'm not – I'm much more clear on what the roller does than the, like, scrapey thing, but it still feels really good. <laughs> uh, and Hillary says if you put them in the fridge, too, before. Yeah, they stay really cool and, like, mm. I know. That'll I be nice for wait. you, especially in the climate you now uh, live in. Oh, yeah. It's been raining in L.A. And I've lived in L.A. I've lived in L.A. Mm-hmm. for two weeks now. Boop, boop, boop. And it's rained like three or four times. Dang. Well, I guess Which, it is January. So, that, or well, no longer. But it is February officially. And happy Groundhog Day. Oh, yes. Apparently, we're supposed to get an early spring. But really, apparently, the gopher groundhopper. Nope. It's definitely a groundhog, hence the name Groundhog Day. <laughs> I said gopher, and then I said groundhopper. I like groundhopper. Uh, groundhopper Day, yes. Apparently, they're often wrong. So who knows? But we have yet to have real snow here, except we had, did have that a snow squall on Thursday. Is that what Wednesday. they call it? A snow it is, squall? It is what they called it. It was really crazy from the 36th floor because it was like 10 minutes of just being inside of a snow globe. And then it was gone and it was the most beautiful sunset. Oh, right. This is our our friend and producer Dalton got knocked over by the wind. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, man, it was crazy. Especially in lower Manhattan. It's just like a wind tunnel because all the wind whips in and then through all of those crazy streets. God. Oh, Fred is back. Fred. Fred, the friendly just, like, podcast ghost. He comes and looks at me. He like scopes around. He's like, this He's just is checking it my out. room. Actually. Just making sure. Yeah. No, I love it. You Let's have invaded you. his space, but he, I, th- I don't know. I think he loves you. I think you he feed loves him. me too. I feed him. Um, I don't know what else to share. Oh, I'm teaching now. Yeah, it's official. It feels good. It feels good. I mean, it's kind of like, it just it gives you momentum in your life there. And yes. schedule and people and it's very exciting. Mm-hmm. And Lily got here. Oh yesterday. yeah, I was going to ask. How was? Amazing. Yeah. It's so good. You guys are going out tonight? 
Yeah, we're supposed to go to like a party somewhere, but this rain dough. Yeah, I know. And also, I'm tired though. I know. I'm supposed to go to a, like, stop by a birthday party tonight, and I just don't think it's going to happen. Also, I'm in a very specific, particular, like, organizing, decluttering mood, and I kind mm. of want to just stay here and get really, really focused on the task. <laughs> Happy amazing. Saturday to me. <laughs> I love that for you. You got a Marie Kondo. That kind of did inspire me. Where I've never done that fully. It's I'm big on like paring down. Everyone in our age bracket. I mean, of like, course. Maybe I do. I'm also just particularly <laughs> bad at. I'm not. I just like keep a lot of sentimental stuff that I really don't need to. But it's I hard started to getting rid of that. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. A move is great. Lily and I were talking about that. Yes, it's very hard. To Monday is the year, our year from when we left to go to Israel. <gasps> that is bonkers. Um, so we're getting dinner to celebrate our trip, the total trip. Wow, the trip is in a whole because it was like a big, a big trip for both of us. Um, and I think it also like made us into the friendship that we are more. Um, Definitely, but. Oh, she, we were talking yesterday and I was like, yeah, I threw away my name tag and all that shit when I was moving. Mm-hmm. She was like, I, she's moving. She just moved to LA too. And she was like, no, I kept it all of it. And I was like, I dang, can't. no, no, no. To, a move is the that perfect. That's like the only good thing about a move, honestly, is like the chance to go through and be really, really intense about getting rid of shit. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, I just, there's just, I don't know where it all comes from. Yeah. <gasps> What's happening? Is Fred on the bed? Yes. Yeah. Fred on the bed. Fred has joined Brooke's me. Brooke's face just the... lit up. <laughs> I can see a, a tail waving. It's so cute. He's probably going to be some noise on this. On, um, oh, yeah, yes. Is he a vocal it. cat? I hope so. Uh, Fred is the cat editor on the stairs, and I want <gasps> his thoughts. <laughs> Um, this is the greatest thing that's happened to me. <laughs> yeah, he's um, really, he, he loves Brooke. He loves Brooke. Brooke is, is loved by this cat. Um, but next week on, this is a non sequitur, um, next week on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Challenge is a Sex in the City challenge. Holy shit. When does that happen? Yeah. It's like an acting challenge on Friday nights. Oh, fuck yes. I am very, very excited about that. There's going to be some good shit. I wonder if they'll bring in Carrie Dragshaw. Oh, I wonder if they'll bring in Carrie Dragshaw. Probably not, but she deserves to be. She deserves to be there. Guys, we're in the last half of the last season <laughs> of Sex and the City. It's, this and is so crazy. much is happening. I was wondering when Steve and Miranda was going to come back and back around. There's a lot of very, I feel like, iconic stuff that happens in this episode. It feels like a, a very New York episode. A very It's interesting. I like this one. It's uh, episode 11 of season six, and it's called The Domino Effect. Shall we dive in? I think we should probably dive in. Okay, ready? Oh, wait, my God. Hi, Bridget. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi, Brooke. Hi, everybody. <laughs> what are Please we even doing Give us. Oh, my God. What are we doing? Let's oh, do this. Let's okay. do this well, for real. Sure. Yeah. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Bridget. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Splat, Splat, the podcast where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about sex in, sex the, in the city. Ten, Ten years, years younger. younger <laughs> and 20 years later. And boy, oh boy, are we happy to be here. Oh boy, I'm going to apologize in advance for the fact that my brain is apparently leaking out of the sides of my ears. <laughs> I wondered what that feeling was. Okay. So the domino effect, shall we? Okay, ready? One, two, three. Play. I have guest starring Chris Noth, and she's walking down the street. And she looks real good in this dress. She it's looks like silvery and flouncy. And, and her sh- bra is showing. And her hair finally looks good. Yes. Her hair is like, poof, dream. She has very early 2000s lip coloring, that like pale pinky pearly oh, color. Oh, I've seen that place on the street before. I feel like I have too. Yes. They're like up above a wrought like, iron gate. Like a fancy Probably place. some kind of club or hotel or something. So yeah. she's having dinner with Big. 
and there, she's talking about how she could never, you know, not live in the city. And she, he's like, look, everything on this table had to have come from the, you know, country somewhere, basically. And they're having this really cute bantering conversation. And he keeps being like, this is fun. Let's fight, you know. And he's like, what are you, she's like, what are you doing in New York? Making deals, breaking hearts. And he's like, actually, um, I'm having a little heart thing done. Meaning he surgery. Says it, right. Very casually. And Carrie says, what? And he said, yeah, I had a blockage. I'm getting an angioplasty. Um, and as she's, he, he's, he says, I can kiss red meat goodbye as he takes a bite of steak. And, and Carrie. Carrie starts like breaks sobbing. Down. Breaks down. It's quiet. But she is head in her hands convulsing. And Big's like, calm down. He's like, he says, don't be such a sissy. And this is actually and he reminds keeps eating me. eating too. And like the waitress comes over and is like, uh, or the waiter comes over and is like, um, miss. And he's like, she's fine. This is funny because when Ari and I got lunch. Oh, yes. Um, yes, I second, remember this. I forget if I already told this story on the podcast, but Ari, roommate of the pod, um, and I got lunch like the day or the day I before I left or the day before or the day before I left. And I had just like, I was just crying. It was it was the day before I left and I like couldn't stop crying. I had just taken like yoga with my favorite teacher and I saw him and I like started crying because every person <laughs> that I hugged, I started crying and we're like it was sitting a crying at lunch time. and <laughs> we're like talking and then I would start crying mm-hmm. and like the waitress came over and I was like, listen, I just need you to know that like everything is fine. I can't stop crying. But it looked like Ari was like breaking up with me right? and that I wasn't handling well. And I was like, no, no, we are friends and I'm fine. <laughs> and <laughs> so this good. And exactly what's happening here. Yeah. B- b- big through the whole thing is very much like, she's fine. Could you bring napkins and some violins? He's like kind of giving her a heart to teasing her about it. Yeah. Because that's their thing. Yeah. So Miranda gets home and there was a different dinner being prepared. Less cholesterol yes. and no tears. So yes. Blair Underwood Blair Underwood, is, the hot doctor, is making enchiladas for Miranda. In her apartment. Arriba. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know how you got in, but I'm obsessed with this. This is a sight he's, to behold. He's wearing this like really fun patterned shirt. Mm-hmm. And no one in this TV show uses their That matches kitchen, her hair. So, and he's like. But he's funny. He's like, I can cook one thing. And it's and he holds it up like literally vertically. That it's like just they like, should all tumble out. About to glued in out. there. Yes. Um, but they do look amazing. Them, like two fingers. Two fingers. It's, very, it's very, yeah, very weird. And then they have a very not sexy kiss. But she sees the table and he it set it Miranda. all with placemats, which she doesn't know she had. And I she is delighted. <laughs> He has How am I going to thank you wine. for all this? I mean, every single thing has been taken care of here. And you can imagine how hot that is for Miranda. Also, yeah. I've had yeah. decanted wine recently, and it actually does taste better. It's kind of crazy. It does. It, uh, red wine is meant to be aired out. Ugh. Right? <laughs> Ugh. <sighs> Welcome to the world, Bridget. I know. And then Blair Underwood talks her into taking hook, uh, playing hooky from work. Which taking she's never hooky. done taking hooky. I'm going to take a little hooky today. So they skip work and they have morning sex and they are in and the apartment. Morning sex. Okay. I'm clocking the kissing. This kissing better seems better. And yes. so Steve walks in with his keys. He's, looking, he's looking for, for something. something. We don't know what And it he is. wouldn't obviously expect Miranda to be home because usually she'd be at work. So he just walks right in. To the bathroom, I mean, to the bedroom. And they are like fucking. Like, yeah, they are. Like, we they see, truly but are. Her leg is up, and Steve There's is like, rhythm. oh my God, There's... oh my God. Everyone's and then he tries out, to and Steve, like, leave, and he whams his face into the doorknob, and he's like, oh my God, I'm, I mean, just into the doorframe. He's like, he's bleeding out of his nose, and he's seeing spots. And Blair Underwood is like, listen, 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 I'm a doctor. Let me help, fully naked still. <laughs> He, and and Miranda's like he's a doctor and he's my boyfriend and it's like the first time she's called him a boyfriend so Steve has to watch them be like oh oh is that boyfriend? what's happening here oh I like that when you and called Blair me Underwood's that like huh? yeah yo I'm into that and she's excited she's wearing his shirt now which really does compliment her hair and uh, Blair Underwood ends up 
putting a cut in half tampon, tampon in his nose. Which, genius. I mean, it's made for it. She's the man went there, too. He says and he should Debbie. be bruised. He's just fine. <laughs> After he says, I'm going to need a tampon, Steve goes, what? What the fuck? <laughs> and so she's like, are you some nose guy? And he's like, I'm in sports medicine for the Knicks. Which Miranda says, which we know Steve loves basketball. Loves the Knicks. Never we forget the basketball incident where Steve just wanted his mommy to come watch him play. Oh, God. And by his mommy, When he became a 12-year-old boy. Miranda. Miranda. His Miranda, yes. So here we are at brunch. And Miranda's like, honestly, it was the perfect way that Steve could have found out and that they could have met each other. And they have this whole conversation about how, like, the reason Miranda feels so good. She's like, poor Steve. I mean, he broke his nose he had to see us having sex he works for the knicks like he's a doctor i like what carrie says too she's like i am horrified and i will continue to be horrified for the rest of today (laughs) i know it's so good when she's reacting to steve walking in on them yeah um i've never walked in on anyone having sex um i don't think i have either not fully i've walked in post-coital but never Mm -hmm. yeah definitely. actually wait this is a funny story too i'm full of anecdotes on um, my junior year, I went to prom. I was actually thinking about this moment earlier today because it's around this time. Like my time hop is like from my high school shows. I went to prom with my friend and then I ended up make hooking up with this um, other guy who I didn't know, but he told me that I was great. And like he said, like you were something glorious or something like really hyperbolic in what them in the show and I just started making out with him oh my it was god like a, it was bad and he was best friends with the boy that I actually had a crush on oh no double they bad were, they were rooming together at the hotel where the after party was and so this guy Chad and I like walked Chad down, stop it walked down to his room to like get something I don't really know and we walk in and um his friend I had to just finish having sex with a girl who was not his date. And we walk in and he was like, Brookie? And I was like, Andrew? And we had like this moment of like. Both of you realizing what was happening. If you listen to the podcast, Andrew, um, I did have a crush on you in high school, um, but I don't anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad we've reached the true confessions portions of this evening. Miranda says the, I mean, I mean, Samantha says the like thesis of the scene where she's like, you won the breakup, basically. I hate it. I hate winning. I hate that idea. I, know. I hate I know. that idea. I mean, I hate the idea too, but I think that's often how people feel and think after breakups. I know, but I also just like don't, I don't think that it's that cut and dry because like what one person thinks is winning the breakup, I, well, another person could not interpret it's it. It's true. As such. It's very true. And hopefully you're off living your own lives anyway and not worried about the other person. But, reality doesn't work that way sometimes <laughs> carrie tells them she saw big and that she cried and then as she's telling them what happened she cries again and then mitzi von muffling she's back baby and here married is, to nathan lane and she's very pregnant and she tells them that she's having a girl and that she went to this acupuncturist who solved all of her fertility issues. She also she also says that Bobby, Nathan Lane, wants to name the kid Judy, Judy or, Barbara. or Barbara. Yes, very pointedly. And my mouth dropped open in this scene because after she walks away from telling them all of this, Samantha straight up calls Bobby the F word. And you're like, wow. She, wow, 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 yeah. wow, wow. I truly did not expect that on this. I don't know why. That hasn't happened before on this show, right? I I don't know. It might have. She's definitely, like she's, Stanford she's said tranny. Said oh, maybe. But that's a different story a little bit. But that's anyway, some, Charlotte is like, okay, I I'm have gonna to go, go to this, this acupuncturist. And she gets to the waiting room and is greeted with like rows and rows of women around her age all Eyes. looking at her. Just staring at her. Yeah. She yeah. has a three o'clock with Dr. Mao. And she's wearing the very cutest, like, striped pants and, uh, like, lacy blouse and a very Yeah, cute, she looks cute. Um, and everyone purse. has these, like, kooky, banani and My sister could never get pregnant. She tried XYZ, and he spent one hour with her, and she was cured. Which I couldn't help thinking the undertones of all of this, which it didn't end up being this at all, was that this doctor was, like, having sex with these women. <laughs> which, obviously, in the beginning, I wondered with, it, with Mitzi... 
Oh. Bitsy, bitsy, bitsy. Oh, I didn't get that. But I wonder if that's what that's they're not, referring to. But it's not what ends up happening, I don't think. Because he does do acupuncture. She has needles sticking out of her face and her belly. And he warms up the room or turns on the audio. They have a very old-fashioned, like, 90s built-in wall stereo system. I want to do acupuncture. I love acupuncture. I did it a lot as a kid. Our whole family did. Um, it's kind of a weird thing to get used to, but it's great. Um, and he leaves her like alone with her thoughts. So Carrie Um, goes to visit big on the, in the hospital and he looks very like he's sleeping. He looks very vulnerable in a way big doesn't usually. I love this dress. I know me too. She looks amazing. Except of course she has her black bra fully hanging or green bra fully hanging out of the back as she loves to do. But big like big has like this like very weak voice and then he goes he like raises his eyes and talks to her really loudly and she freaks out and they're very she's like and he's like you should have seen your face kiddo he says you're and, such and an easy like, mark uh, she looks stunning i love her hair right now i know it's really gorgeous the coloring the it's darker with like just a little bit of blonde and it's like a bob length and very loosey waves it's gorgeous yeah, and the nurse comes in and he's like, oh, it's Ruby time. I love Ruby. My Ruby's favorite my nurse. favorite. And Ruby's like, I bet she says that to all the nurses. And he, and, and Carrie's like, well, it's a safe assumption. And then but she starts crying again. She's, because Big he, like, like struggles to sit up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's hard for him. Her hands are trembling. Her face is down. And Ruby says something about, your husband is fine, something. And she sits up dry-eyed and says he's not my husband and big just kind of smirks so now i was watching this on the Um, train with subtitles and was like hmm (laughs) everyone around me because miranda smith is back and miranda's like talking him through they're sitting together on the bed and she's talking him through like but bridge i feel like this debunks your theory i know she knows what she wants and she's but i also think it's with him it's different although she read a book so maybe she finally uh, right. learned. And also she's been masturbating a lot, probably. Yes. So she's, um, well, my theory that she's had a lot of mediocre sex still stands, I think. It's just like, she's better at it. She is genuinely good. and she, But also I think she trusts him. She like was talking him through how to make her feel good. And then on the street later, she's wearing crazy ass low res, rise pants, which like, thank God we will not let that trend come back. No, they're like also cargo pants, and Smith he is tries just to, trying to hold her hand. And he like, tries to hold her hand, and she's pulling away, and she steps back, and her heel catches, and she falls into one of the fucking sidewalk, like underground storage yeah. areas, and the Where New York the sidewalks, and she like breaks her toe, and he <laughs> he looks down at her, and she's just like on her back in a pile of boxes. It's so funny, and also like that was such a big fear of mine when I used to visit New York. Me I wouldn't too. walk over them. Carrie says, how'd that happen? And Samantha goes, it was Smith's fault. He did something so perverse. Okay, I'm going to say it. He tried to hold my hand. And Carrie and plays like, along. You mean to tell me that he's a hand holder? And to think he served us food. <laughs> and, uh, and Samantha, like, to her credit, of is a like, bigger there's problem. a bigger problem here. She was like, listen, he was out of town and there's something else. I missed him. Oh, yes, Samantha, emotional growth, and I didn't, admitting and it to she your didn't friend. didn't sleep with anyone else. She didn't sleep with anyone sleep else with while anyone he else. was gone. It's huge. Carrie is wearing this, like, straw fedora just perched on the very top of it's her head. awful. And Carrie's like, you know what? You should just fucking love him because life is short. Big has hearts. I'm crying. I went to the hospital I keep crying things are hard I think I figured out she was like the hard thing is that I figured out that to keep big in my life I had to block out all my feelings but then this happened and now all of my feelings are coming out of my eyeballs all the time which I totally relate to I'm a strong feelings crier me too any of any feelings Carrie goes he's limited all of I admit that like emotionally which is also more insight crying than she's ever had about big that I've heard her have out loud I'm like okay 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 at least she sees some it's sort of nice to like find that you know as someone who has like in the past you know five years had someone who visit on and off that like there's like a very strong emotional and physical connection like I remember when I got to that point where I was like this actually like isn't like I love this person but I mm-hmm. don't like I understand that the that it will never 
I don't know, something shifted. And I feel like it's also more sustainable this way. Like this is the balance. You figured out what the balance of what it has to be for, at least for now, you know? Yeah. And it is, it's sort of Carrie's figured it out prior, but is like more so, I think even figuring it out now. Um, But she does this very, the start of her, I wonder, I'm like, truly, I'm like, this does not make sense. She goes, she takes a bite of an apple and she goes, if New York City's signature fruit is the apple, then its signature sound is the ambulance siren. It seems like all day, every day. But I'm like, <laughs> people are getting hurt. So she just stretches so far. Also, wh- the, why did we go from the apple to it's just I'm like, the, mm, come on, come on, Carrie. She's like, what about injuries that don't happen on the street if you're falling into a hole or you're falling back in love? How dangerous is an open heart? Which honestly uh-huh. is a great cue. Yep. And I talked about um, in therapy how I'm very, very open book in a lot of ways. But in a lot of really important ways, I've realized I am super closed book. <laughs> Holy Me shit. Me too. <laughs> I, I think it's one of the reasons why we're, we are like similar and are attracted to each other as friends. Because we both are. It was very easy for us to get to know each other originally because we were sort of like. Yep. But it took like a while for us to get to know the like beyond because that. we're in a romantic relationship. Yep, literally we are. <laughs> but I feel like I had an open heart and it, it hurt me, and I now I have a very closed heart. Yeah, I I have a clo- a heart that has is like closed off in ways that I don't even think I realize fully at this point. You know mm-hmm. that I can feel it, but I'm I'm like. Oh, fascinating. There's a lot of new architecture in there, but I don't even know what any of it is. <laughs> so, like, I don't really know what Carrie's asking, like, other than, like, is it dangerous to have an open heart? Like, yes, in the same way that it's, like, dangerous to make yourself vulnerable to love in any capacity. Right. And the risk and the, but that also, that's part of what it all is. I don't think you have one without the other, without the risk. It's true. It's true. Ugh. So she picks up the phone and she dials. And it's Mount Sinai Hospital. She says, can I be connected to room 817? And it turns out the big has already been released into the wild. So (laughs) instead, she goes to his hotel room to find him. Yeah. And And he's standing. He comes to the door. He looks good. He's like, how did you find me? And she's like, please, I knew you'd go to the Four Seasons. And I was right. She's wearing kind of like a flasher coat. It's cute. A trench coat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. It's not called a flasher coat. But she comes in and she pushes him out of the out of the way and she's like kind of swaying her hips a little bit and she rips the coat off and she's wearing a candy striper outfit and she she um big like laughs so genuinely and he's like are you trying to kill me I can't he's smoke like, I can't drink I can't get excited about <laughs> anything anything he's like put your coat back on and she's like I'm in the union <laughs> and then and then she puts the little hat on and he calls her a candy stripper of course instead of a candy striper. And he says, she a complete says, waste of a hotel room, if you ask me. And she's like, I've got a whole bag of PG fun. She has two sets of dominoes. Dominoes. <laughs> and uh, she's classic and, and day glow. <laughs> one he is says, white and one is Why red. don't you just take off the dress and kill me? Get it over with. Nobody wins with that kind of attitude, she says, and pulls out a lollipop. And they both laugh so cutely. It's very cute. So, because they're little wee redheads, Miranda is taking great care of <laughs> baby Brady's skin and sunscreening him up at the park. He's aged so, so much. much. I was like, how much time passed between the last episode and this one? He's like a small toddler now. And now we cut to legs with legs. Steve and we finally get Debbie. And Miranda says, hello, it's nice to meet you. And she steps forward. And as she does, she trips over Brady's stroller. Trips and falls. over the stroller. She's like, nice to meet you. I'm Miranda. And he introduces Debbie, who's gorgeous. And she says, are you okay? You really went down hard. And Miranda's trying to play it off very casually. Like, she's totally fine. And Debbie, like, sort of has a relationship with Brady. You know, she bends down to say hi. But then. But then. Yeah. She calls him something weird. Um, the braidster or something. Braidalicious. Oh, maybe. Braid-alicious. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um, but then, but then Blair Underwood shows up and we suddenly have the meeting of the exes and the currents. And it's fascinating to watch. And Miranda once again presents the Knicks. And Debbie's like f- very sweet. But she's like, Steve loves the Knicks. 
starts talking on and on and on about she's how like he watches Knicks- every every weekend and he won't let me talk during the games at all not even in the other room and Steve is like trying to get her to shut up because it's embarrassing and and she's like one time we went to a Knicks game but we sat so far up what, what are, are those, those scenes called again called, oh nosebleeds so fun and then Ironic. of course Blair nosebleeds Underwood being nice because of his nose uh, 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 uh. and it's uh Blair Underwood is like you know, I could probably swing you some courtside seats. And Steve is like, no, 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 no. I love my nosebleed seats. I earned and them. Like, Take the seats. Take the seats. <laughs> but she's also kind of really enjoying it. Because one thing she says at brunch is that she's like, am I petty for enjoying that? Like, I won this, you know, okay, back so. at the acupuncturist. And then he leaves her again, different room. And he tells her to just be calm and with her thoughts, but there's some kind of like protest party thing happening on the street. So she can't focus at all. And she gets up with the needles in her face, which you're really not supposed to do, especially because it tenses all of your muscles and everything. And she... Yeah, I feel like that would hurt. She's like like sitting up like that. You're just... Well, as long as she doesn't have them on her body, but like you're not... It doesn't really work that way because they go into your muscles and like release them. So if you're walking around with needles in your face and she shuffles out into the operating room and she... With the needles coming out of her face and all the, the women there. Room, the waiting room. What did I say? The operating room. <laughs> <laughs> there is no operating happening. Um, but she's like, I can't get centered. And Dr. Mao comes back in with her and is like, listen, if you can't get used to, you know, dealing with the sounds of New York, you're never going to get centered. And she realizes the problem wasn't finding her center, but finding some earplugs. And so Smith and and Samantha are walking down the street this time. You just said Samantha and Samantha, which is amazing. Samantha and Smith. Smith, Smith and Samantha. Did you? Okay. I think so. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. (laughs) she has a boot on her toe and he tries to hold her hand again and she won't do it. And she's like, I won't, I'm not that kind of girl. And Smith and to his credit is like Samantha. I like you. You like me. Just hold my fucking hand. I am sick of this bullshit. <laughs> and so she does. And she's like, fine, but only until my foot heals. And he, that's how Samantha lost her, her virginity to Smith. <laughs> but she is just holding his hand walking down the street. And it's so, he like knows how to be sharp with her. And she so truly hot. does. He's so hot. Even just the way he walks down the street. Um, but also she really does like him, you know? And so she's, she's listening to him in a different yeah. way. Ugh. Ugh. Thrills me. So Carrie's setting so up like a massive like domino giving- chain. And Big is, like, giving her notes. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, she says, yes, this is more your generation's game. I was more of a Parcheesi girl. And then Big goes into this introspective, like, this is what we'd be like in our 70s, huh? You and me, you know? He, and he says, seriously, kid. Because um, she makes a joke out of it. He says, you and me, early bird special. Uh, she goes, yeah, save me a baked potato. I'll meet you there. And he smiles. Um, but he looks a little troubled and he is pondering something seriously. She says, are you okay? And he says he's not feeling great. So she takes him up to the bed. Because he has a fever. Mm-hmm. He's burning up. She says, And she calls the doctor and she's like, okay, it's down to 101. So I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. And it's like, looks like there's ginger ale and there's a cold towel on his head and she's just like taking care of him and he's like grateful and uh, you know in the way it's that stickies are yeah yeah and we've never she, seen this version of big no and this dynamic is new between the two of them she says i think you're gonna be f- he th- she thinks you're gonna be fine is the washcloth still cold she's just being really thoughtful and sweet he says that feels nice it's interesting that this is the first time we see um, big post burger. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Uh, oh yeah. There's been neither of them. There've been no men for her for like three episodes. And so he tells like, her he, she's an angel and she deflects and he says, no, really. And he says, what are we doing? I'm talking about us. You know, like he says life's too short. Cause this hard thing has made him think, which as someone who, um, knows someone who recently went through a similar surgery, very unexpectedly though. Um, it is crazy how much of a perspective shift it is in like every way. Absolutely. And she's like, I don't know. And he's just like looking at her and there's piano music playing and they just lie there and look she at each other. She scoots up they next to him. And 
No, they don't yeah, even they don't kiss. Do anything. They just look at each other and then he falls asleep and it's very sweet. <laughs> it is. It's very different like, than their usual dynamic. They just love each other. Yeah. You can see it here. Even if I'm not sure the writing has quite earned it. They're definitely, this episode is. Well, their chemistry is also just insane. It really is. And she said, indeed, the surgery had unblocked Big's heart. In fact, it was wide open. For the first time ever. Miranda, the next morning in the light She of looks day, amazing. They're finally dressing Miranda I well. I know. She really does. She's wearing some really cute business cheeky clothes, like a very flowy blouse and a cute flattering skirt. Steve and drops nice Brady off and he says, that was funny the other day. And she says, it was fun. Oh, wait. Did you say fun or funny? And he says, I guess I think I meant fun. He and seems like, really... Miranda's like, Debbie seems really nice, which is funny compared to the, like a couple episodes ago where she hid under the bed. And she really did not want to meet Debbie. She did not like the idea of her. Steve says, same thing. Like, he seems like a really great guy. And Miranda's like, yeah. <laughs> but then they look at each other and he says, Miranda, piano music. It's really intense. <laughs> She's holding Brady between them. And he says, Miranda. And, then... and he looks really serious. And then he says, oh, hi. Because Blair Underwood emerges from the room. And, and we're like, what is Steve about to say? Uh, what was uh, Steve going to uh, say? Uh, and this, then like, broke, they... this like broke my heart. Steve and Miranda share this moment. Uh, this I know. And she's waiting no, for it. She's more. like so hopeful. And then they all have a really nice, easy bantery moment. Blair Underwood suspects nothing. And then Steve kisses Brady and leaves. It's, Ugh, it's and we coming. have more Mitzi von Muffling, Bitsy, whatever the fuck. So she starts she, talking to they, Charlotte. She runs into Charlotte on the street again, and she's like, "Did you go to that doctor? Well, you know these people all couldn't be pregnant and now are because of it." And Charlotte, as she's and, listening and to her, Charlotte is her able out. to just block her out. And she's like, "Wow, Doctor Mao did teach me how to block out the sounds in New York. He was a miracle worker." In just two short sessions, she could block out the New York noise she didn't need to hear. So she and doesn't have Charlotte to listen like, to Bitsy talk about other women getting pregnant. She like that's so Ravens away from the situation. <laughs> yeah, and when Carrie wakes up, Big is just like sitting there with his eyes open. And I did have a moment where I was like, "What if they had just killed Big?" My <laughs> God. Can you fucking imagine? Like, People would have rioted they, in the streets. If they didn't, obviously. But I, I was know. just like, what if that had been the decision that they made was to just kill him right there and she wakes up and he's dead next to her? <laughs> and it's, But what if it wasn't from the heart? It was from the murder mystery aspect. Something happens to him and she now has to solve it in the whole tenor of the last like eight episodes. Yes. Yeah, that's how it ends. And then Big kind of bolts out of bed when he sees she's awake. And as he walks away, he symbolically like knocks over the dominoes with his feet and leaves the room. And Carrie was like, well, maybe his heart will. And as I as he walked away, I saw his heart close. Maybe it'll open again in five. Another five years. And she's like, not enough. Not enough. And she asks Big what he wants for breakfast so she can call for room service. And she says, and for once that week, I didn't feel like crying. She kind of just realizes she's like, "Okay, this is. And she tops the rest of the dominoes over. But they stop. They don't knock all of them over. And she says, life's too short. So, so she's this, just kind of accepting the nature of her love with Big and that it'll always kind of be something. But it won't be open and it won't be expected. It won't be romantic. Yeah. This season is really into the like um, early 2000s like guitar strummy like dramatic song. Yes, I song, know the music. I, it's like a very intense tone shift from the like it saxophone is. of yore. It also feels more high school than 33-year-old, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well. Well, that's the episode. That what is. was it called? The domino effect. Mm-hmm. Literal as always. They don't play around. Nay. <laughs> Those titlers. Nay. Who did you relate to? I related to Carrie in a shocking tournament. Yes, yes. And also Miranda. Again. Yes, yes. Shocking. Here we are. Yes. Me too. Very strongly. Both of them. I think they're pretty self-explanatory. Why? Yeah. And I actually think Carrie is so introspective and thoughtful and sweet in this episode. Yeah. Um, it's a good version of Carrie. Yeah. 
And I fully get the Miranda thing. Not even that that's happened so much exactly, but just like, yep. Down to the not saying things you want to be saying to each other and the, ugh, you know, mm-hmm. all of it. Yeah. Plopability? I think it's pretty plopable. I think it's just I like. I agree. It's like we, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's plopable. Everything about it. There's nothing that's like. No. Except for the use of the word that begins yep. with an, that. Yes, the, the, sm- the slur Samantha fuck. uses. Right, right. Yeah, I would agree. Interestingly enough, mm. it's a good one. I think it's on a. We've it's been a good streak. I've really liked the last season. Several. Six is is pretty bomb. Yeah, I'm really delighted to see how it all unravels. The slow mm. denouement of this of this whole series. Oh, a great term. Thank you. I wanted to use denouement the other day, but I I was talking. What I was talking about was the inciting incident. Oh, sure, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, we learned all we needed to know in seventh grade English classes, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Wow, I also learned that in seventh grade. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was when I Oh, was. no, mine was eighth grade. Eighth it, mine grade. might have been eighth grade, too, actually. I just have very specific memories of, but I had the I same can, teacher I can, like, really years. picture myself in it. Wow. Um, that's it. Delty's up season, Delty's down season. Is that what we jump into? I think we're there. Okay, my my Delta down is... Um, how f- dreadfully cold it was this week and just how much of yeah. a mess the weather was. We got interrupted by the new and now third roommate of the pod named Alex. <laughs> um, how fucking cold and weird the weather was this week. But yeah. um, my – and I'm also just – I've reached kind of a weird point of stasis, which is great in the immediate sense, but also means that there's been a lot of, like, back burner long-term emotional stuff I've been putting off for a long time (laughs) but I'm also kind of excited about it too I had a really good very unexpected therapy session on Friday where I was just like Uh. oh boy um you know but my honestly my, my delta up is um seeing your face talking to you the sun setting later and um I ordered just some stuff for myself this week that's been coming you know like every day I've gotten little treats so it's been very satisfying and I'm really excited to just like lose myself in uh the moment the minute beauty processes also fucking that (laughs) thank you mom's spaghetti on my sweater you know Um, the important things yeah um (laughs) you my friend my delta down is um just i don't think i have one just like (laughs) my general like the moments of general anxiety but it hasn't been having as much um just yeah. like because my delta ups have been super up like starting to teach again and like being reincorporated yeah, into huge. the core power community i'm like already just like feeling so much so better exciting. um yeah. which is really exciting um and my that was my Delta up. Yeah. And Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, oh yes. I guess my Delta down Lest is we forget. I don't have a PS4. So like if you mm-hmm. live in the LA area and you have a PlayStation 4 that you're like, Brooke seems cool. Could <laughs> I invite her to come over and sit on my couch for like hours, a couple hours at a time? And like we could chat. Play Kingdom Hearts 3? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> priorities baby or if you know like how i could get my hands on a ps4 for like a cheap amount of money please help us just let me know (laughs) it's important um and also seeing your face is obviously the light of my life always always (laughs) um what uh if i wanted to find you on social Mm -hmm. media brooke Mm -hmm. yeah do you have a way that i could possibly do that uh yeah actually i do oh my god you can find me on twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman and you can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman no underscore and if you put an underscore I will record myself crying and send it to you once a day every day for three weeks <laughs> oh can I sign up for that for free anyway <laughs> um, <laughs> wait 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 how many Darren stars do you give this episode oh thank you Bridget You're I welcome. give this not ten nine nine out of ten Nice. I was thinking 8.5. I think I'm going to go 8.5. Great. Great. Love it. Love it. Um, Maybe. Well, honestly, it would be a solid nine for me. But, you know, like last week you knocked it down and this week I'm knocking it down for Samantha. Great. Slurs. Take Slurs. It down. Boo. 
Um, you don't like <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Sorry to have interrupted. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's all. And then I guess if you want to find me on uh, Snapchat, you can find <laughs> me at BrookieMonster9. <laughs> God, that's so good. I was treated to some really delightful uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 related Snapchats the other day. Bridget, like, didn't, could not believe. Basically, yeah, I'm watching other people play it so I, I can love enjoy it. it. Because Brooke I'm not ready to show. Twitch. It's so good. I never thought I would find myself on Twitch, but and I don't intend to do more on Twitch than just this. But um, I see your future streaming queen. (laughs) (laughs) I have the headset. It's true. (laughs) Can you imagine? Yes, I can't. (laughs) It's like an alternate universe. But yes, I can. Social media, ma'am. What about you? You can find me on Twitter at Mrs. Burt Macklin. You can find me on Instagram at BridgetM37. Please find me both of those places because I would like you to. I'm hungry for your follows. Although I don't think I've posted an Instagram in like three weeks. So Twitter, Twitter, Twitter is a constant. Instagram is a little bit more of a roulette, you know? I'm an Instagramma. If you, you call are. me that. Um, anyway, collectively, you can find us at Splat, Splat Podcast. Podcast on, on Instagram, Twitter, at gmail.com. You know, I might without all the downtown. Downtime? Downtime that I'm having mm-hmm. while downtown, downtime. in this new city. I might take a stab at, <gasps> at Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> and you might end up stabbing yourself in anger. So let me I know how that not, goes. I have not had good experiences, but maybe I'll look up some YouTube tutorials. I'm really into mm. YouTube right now, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm regressing. Me. I'm regressing. I mean, we that all need a little me. bit of 2008 in our lives, don't we? Yeah. Everybody start. Can we start Live Journal? Let's bring Live Journal back. Oh, don't worry. I have been reading Veronica Mars fic on Live Journal for the last uh, three weeks. See, we all have our, our we, we've all got our junk. And my junk Indeed. is you. And my um, junk is you. And with that, I will say goodbye. <laughs> and with that, I will say adieu. <laughs>